Thanks for joining us and supporting Vikido Fitness. We ask for your continued support by becoming an It's All About Health and Fitness premium member. Go to www.vikidofitness.com forward slash join. Again, that's www.vikidofitness.com forward slash join and register for a $6 monthly subscription. And remember, keep listening, sharing, and checking us out. The views and opinions expressed are for general informational purposes only. Consult with your physician or medical health care provider for medical advice, diagnosis, and or treatment. This is an exciting show today. Today, this is one of our bonus shows, and we have with us, I've invited a guest, a longtime friend, and colleague to sit with me and talk about one of the most dear and near to me topic. We're going to talk about movement, dance, mindfulness, and wellness. I'm talking with the one and only Professor Wayne M. Smith of the University of Memphis. He is a theater and dance professor, and he will take a trip down memory lane to talk about his story and our connection to mindful movement. So let's get this started now. I am Dr. Vicki Haywood-Doe, and today we have a guest with us today. This guest is the one and only, the one and only Professor Wayne Smith, and he's with us today, all the way from the University of Memphis. And today, I wanted um, Wayne Smith to come. This is a bonus show. This is a bonus show for It's All About Health and Fitness, Vicky Doe Fitness. But I wanted to bring Professor Wayne Smith here with us today so that he can talk about the arts and wellness. So today we're going to be talking about arts and wellness and how there's healing in the arts. There's healing for our mind, body and spirit. Professor Wayne Smith is also here. He's here this week spending time with my class, spending time with my class at Kent State University, our dance class, and he's done an outstanding job. So I just was excited. I couldn't wait to have him here with us today. Now, before I start this interview with the one and only Wayne Smith, I want to, you know, tell you guys, I want to talk a little bit about him. Wayne, he's a native of Memphis, Tennessee, and he's an adjunct dance professor as well as an alum at the University of Memphis Theater and Dance Department. And he holds an MFA degree in dance from the Ohio State University and a BFA in theater dance and guess what, folks, a minor in mathematics from the University of Memphis. Now, Wayne has done extended residencies at several higher education institutions, including Spelman College, Kent State University, Slippery Rock University, and Emory University. His areas of expertise are in contemporary modern dance, theater, and dance improvisation, jazz, dance, history, composition, pedagogy, mindfulness, that's why I love him, the mindfulness in movement, and ballet basics. 
I can keep talking forever and ever on all of his accomplishments, but I'm going to let you hear right now from Professor Wayne Smith. So how are you today? <laughs> hello, hello, hello. I am doing fine. I'm doing just fine, Vicki. Yes, and I'm so glad that you are here, right here in the hot seat with us today. And so I know, you know, we all have a background, you know, we all have our story, where we come from, <laughs> our roots, as we say down our south. Roots. Yeah, we got our roots going on. And so I want you to tell our audience your story and how you became the one and only Professor Wayne Smith of Dance and Performance Arts. Okay, well, you know, the one and only. Uh, first I was born. Yes, you were. Yes, you were. <laughs> and then a whole lot of stuff happens. Uh, I'll try to keep this uh, relatively uh, short mm -hmm. uh, because my path to where I am now was not necessarily a direct line. Some of my uh, math knowledge, you know, the shortest distance between two points is a straight line. Uh -huh. uh, but uh, the, sh the distance between where I, when I was born, where I started and where I am now has been full of turns, uh, leaps and dips. <laughs> <laughs> Bounds, huh? <laughs> Bounds. And even some trips. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Slips and falls. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, uh, but anyway, in all seriousness. So yeah, my family, particularly on my mom's side, it's a very musical family. I have a famous uncle. Mm-hmm who uh, was one of the fathers of rhythm and blues music right there in Memphis. Memphis is known as the home of the blues. Mm -hmm. And uh, many musical greats have come out of uh, Memphis. Right around the time when my uncle was getting his start, there was B.B. King mm -hmm. and uh, Bobby Blue Bland, who are more known for, for blues, but my uh, uncle was a rhythm and blues ballad singer, uh, Johnny Ace. I never got to meet him because he had uh, passed away uh, before I was born, but I remember hearing the stories from my mom and my, my aunts mm -hmm. uh, telling those stories about their childhood and um, how Uncle Johnny mm -hmm. would play. So, well, let me say a little bit. My uh, grandparents, my mom's mom and dad, mm -hmm. my mom's mom and dad, mm -hmm. yes. uh, <laughs> were very much involved in the church. My uh, grandfather, uh, the Reverend John Marshall Alexander, uh, okay. was a pastor at a church. And, and they didn't really embrace a lot of the blues singing mm. and finger popping and that sort of mm -hmm. thing. So they would have to sneak and do that kind of stuff. And whenever they would go away for day trips or whatever, you know, all the kids would be uh, at home, and uh, my one of my aunts tell the story how Johnny would be on the piano mm -hmm. uh, playing all of his his uh, swing music. Okay, okay. <laughs> and everybody would be rocking the house, so to speak. And they would have the the youngest, their youngest sister, my youngest aunt, uh, mm -hmm. outside on the lookout to see when oh, the, parent, right. when oh, the my parents goodness. would be coming around the corner. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> so that they could all like put everything up and put everything back like they hadn't been doing anything. Right, right. And, uh, but anyway, Anyway, so there's that. My mom was a gifted, or is, she's still living mm -hmm. uh, with us, uh, but she's a gifted, we, as we say in the South, pianist. Pianist, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, it's really great at uh, being able to play by ear. And, uh, and I got some of that from her. Okay. Uh, I'm not as good as she is, though, on the, on the piano. But, mm -hmm. uh, but nonetheless, uh, she has a real ear for music and would often substitute for the the pianist when she didn't make it or the organist when they didn't make it to the to the family church okay and uh and she would would fill in and, and start playing all of the the songs okay. and the hymns and stuff with you know with people singing and uh so I, I grew so on that end I grew up uh around music and okay. singing I sang in our family uh did you sing I sang a okay, little bit okay go ahead go ahead <laughs> <laughs> sang a little bit and um so yeah, so anyway, once I just going growing up, I just had a, an interest in a couple of things um, in in 
visual art, uh, drawing mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. But I was also very uh, interested in science and, mm -hmm. and, all, and all how that how the world works and and all of that. And um, my, my dad was very supportive, especially with all that. He was a tinkerer. OK. Uh, he, he was one of those. He was the guy in the neighborhood that people would bring their busted TVs. Okay. Too. Okay. And uh, and he would uh, fix it. You know, uh, he didn't yeah. have a license doing that stuff, but he was. He just. He, he, would just uh, he was gifted. Yeah, he was. He was gifted with that. I have some of that too. You okay. know, I can look at a lot of uh, electronics and things and figure out. Say, oh, okay, maybe I can just tweak this right here mm -hmm. and put that together mm -hmm. uh, and yep. make it. <laughs> That's why we love we love when Wayne's in the in the house, you know, because then then especially if we in the studio and stuff get busted up, we go where where that Wayne at? He gonna hook this up. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, so that's that in terms of growing up in high school. Um, I concentrated a lot of my studies in visual art and architecture design, architectural design. Um, and that's where I thought I might end up in the arts. Mm -hmm. But then, of course, my maths uh, scores uh, were very strong. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the guidance counselors uh, at my high school really nudged, uh, especially a lot of us African-American uh, kids, mm -hmm. to go into technical fields mm. because, you know, as she said in her words, you know, there's really not a, not, not a lot of uh, black kids going into the tech field. So, mm -hmm. And your math grades are real strong and, you know, mm -hmm. you should look into this and da-da-da-da-da. And she even found a scholarship uh, for me to go to a tech college mm. uh, once I graduated. Well, I ended up not going to the technical college in Chattanooga, and I ended up staying home and going to what was then Memphis State uh, University. Okay. And, uh, and I majored, started out majoring in uh, electrical engineering. Okay. I did that. Uh, there was a lot of dysfunction in that department, mm -hmm. uh, lots of discrimination, racism, uh, amongst the faculty, even against us. Uh, and, and it was real interesting. I came in at a time when there was a, a, a nice group of, of uh, black kids that came in okay. when I when I started uh, there at the university. Well, Memphis State. I'll say Memphis State until it changed the name. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, at Memphis State. But mm -hmm. uh, and so uh, you know we were all struggling. Um, but you know that group of us, we really bonded and we banded together. Started an organization called the Society of Minority Engineering Students mm -hmm. that is still there. Wow, uh, after that's all great. All these years, we started that back in the 80s. Yeah, that's and, awesome. Uh, it's still there. But, you know, I, I just got more and more dismayed uh, with just how everything was, was being run in that department. And so uh, I took off some time. I stopped. It took me a, a good while. It took, I was on the 10 year program. Mm, I was, I think I was the 20 year. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I worked some in corporate and in other jobs and just focused on, on working and that sort of thing. When I decided to come back, something just told me, I said, look, just sign up for classes that you uh, want to take and would be interested in and um, and yeah, you want to try to get a degree, but you know whatever. <laughs> uh, so I that one particular semester when I uh, decided to come back to school, mm -hmm. it was kind of like the late mid '80s. Okay. I took an introduction to art class. Okay. Was, you know, try to get you know start to pave the way to get back to that. Maybe. Uh huh. I took an advanced physics class where we oh, got to wow. experiment and uh, tinker around mm -hmm. in the uh, laboratory with uh, all of this new, at that time, new Wasn't laser. Wasn't it? I remember laser technology. When I took um, physics at, and did you go do this at OSU or you were still in Memphis? No, that's Memphis. That's the Memphis State. Memphis, Memphis State. State. No. Okay. No, by the time I got to OSU, it was straight dance. It, wasn't, it was straight dance. No distraction. Okay. But I remember when I was at OSU and, and I took a physics class and they had all this stuff. Now, when I think about it in my mind, it's definitely antiquated now. But oh, yeah. back then, it was like, wow, yeah. we doing all this in, in, in our labs? Yeah, yeah. So I know you were excited. Yeah, yeah. I was excited. Uh, AT&T had donated a lot of uh, laser technology. And so the instructor just gave us license to play and experiment and make up 
projects. Okay. And uh, so that was fun. So I got to create stuff mm-hmm. uh, within the science realm, you know, yes. in that. And so I, that was a great class. I also took, decided to take, because I'd had some friends of mine that had taken a uh, dance class. And so I decided to, I don't know what possessed me to take a dance <laughs> class. That's awesome, right? But I took a dance class just for the fun of it. It was just supposed to be supposed to be for the fun of it, and I didn't. Okay. I had no, I no dreams or aspirations to mm-hmm. to do it, take it seriously, or whatever. Okay. But once I got in there and began to learn uh, all of the steps, I took a jazz class, like a jazz dance class. Mm-hmm. Learn the steps and and apply those movements to music, et cetera. It was as if I had been doing it okay, yeah. <laughs> all the time. So it's in your blood. Yeah, it was in my blood. In fact, the, one of the teachers had asked me, uh, so uh, one time after a class, mm-hmm. said, so where, where did you study dance? And I'm like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> here <laughs> with you. Oh, oh, that's cute. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's like, really? He's so uh, yeah, he was like, yeah, you should definitely keep keep going with it, and you know that that stuck with me. Okay. To uh, think, consider keeping going with it because mm-hmm. you know even at that time I was still in that tech mode, and I said I need to try to finish what I started. Okay, that, that yeah. Tech degree, etc. Subsequent semesters, uh, I took dance class. I continued to take some of the tech classes, but then it got to a point where I just got fed up with the tech stuff. And, okay. uh, it, and it wasn't so much the tech classes per se. It was the politics. And the environment, was, right? And the environment. Okay, with yeah. The, with the faculty there. Yeah, that's, yeah. And I just got fed up. And so, I don't know, I, I started taking more dance classes and mm-hmm. less of the engineering classes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember at one point I auditioned for a faculty dance concert. Mm-hmm. Uh, never auditioned ever in my life until mm-hmm. that moment. And mm-hmm. um, didn't really know how an audition worked, to be honest. Okay. But I showed up yes. to see what it was about. Uh-huh. And um, the the director, the then director of the dance program at mm-hmm. Memphis State selected me to be in her piece. And I was like, are you serious? Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, yeah. I, you know, I'm just some dude that like literally wandered in <laughs> to the studio <laughs> and started doing this thing. And so uh, I got to perform uh, in a concert. That's awesome. And, uh, that, I think that was when I really, it was during the week of the run of that show I realized that, hey, there's something here, mm-hmm. and I should keep maybe going in this direction. Mm-hmm. I, I still didn't change my major yet, though. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Not long after that experience, okay. I, uh, another opportunity, the, one of the new dance faculty started a, a dance company, Project Motion, in Memphis, okay. a contemporary a, a dance company. Mm-hmm. And again, I got an invitation to audition. Okay. And uh, yeah, of course, I was like, sure, I'll show up. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it'll be a free class. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I never had any expectation of being accepted into the company, but I got a phone call uh-huh. uh, after that audition mm-hmm. um, basically saying, we would like for you to start uh, taking class with us. Oh, wow. And leading up to doing a, a, a performance. Oh, that's I awesome. Like, I was like, are you sure? You yeah, got, yeah. You got the right. <laughs> The right, the right here. person here. <laughs> Did you mean that other guy? Right, right, right. That's funny. <laughs> and that's when the that's when the training really took a turn to the serious side. Okay. Like we were in rehearsals and classes like uh, five days a week, and then on some Saturdays. Mm. You know. Yeah, so I got my chops in, during that whole process. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were preparing for a big premiere. And the whole thing, and yeah, and I was at that time. I was the only guy. Okay. And interestingly enough, I was the only person of color. Wow! Wow! <laughs> so you so were, you were I opening was, up some. I uh, was opening <laughs> up some doors, and I was creating some doors. Big time! Big time! <laughs> the whole thing. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, so it was a successful concert. I ended up being in just about every piece because I was the only guy. That was the main mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And that was um, a little rough and intense. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I can <laughs> imagine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was like after that first season with the dance company in Memphis. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it was as if in my mind, the little voice that had doubts about 
my choice and going in that direction mm-hmm. was like, uh, no, 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 you're in the right place. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that engineering stuff, maybe. Anyway, I started dancing through Project Motion. I began to do teaching. Okay. Because I always like to teach. Mm-hmm. Um, so because of all of my math background, I was a math tutor. And so mm-hmm. I would, you know, help students figure out trigonometry, calculus. Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like you had... A wonderful, we call that a roundabout start on the pathway to what you are now. And that's what I always tell um, a lot of the students that I teach or mentors or people that shadow me or whatever, mentees, that's it, mentees, you know, Mm -hmm. that shadow me. You know, a lot of times the young folks, they think that they got to be at this point and go straight on and this is what's going to happen. And I'm like... No, usually that doesn't happen. And you got to be open-minded and flexible to go maybe a little bit off your pathway, but it'll be so refreshing and rewarding how that all of those things will work out for you. And so it seemed like, yeah, you started out with the, what we call STEM program, but you got a (laughs) STEAM up in there, that A up in that STEAM, you know, as you you went on towards your pathway. And so you, you went this way. Now you decided, okay, Dance might be it. Dance is the thing. I was like, oh, okay, dance is the thing. And that was just a little scary to make such a dramatic change. You okay. Know, focusing uh, all that time on, you know, going in a technical mm-hmm. uh, science area mm-hmm. to like, oh, I'm an artist. <laughs> <laughs> well, who would have thought, huh? Who would have thought? Mm-hmm. I mean, and even my mom uh, at one point, so after I've, Finally graduated with a BFA degree in theater with a concentration in dance and a minor in mathematics. A minor in mathematics. <laughs> All right now. To get into, to finalize me getting into Ohio, the Ohio State Dance Department. Okay, yeah. They, what? They kind of rough up yeah, in there to yeah, get in yeah. there. So that's good. And not everybody get in. You know, I'll, I'll say this about that. Mm-hmm. I had to go up there to an audition. Okay. And it was the only a graduate program in dance that I had applied for, the one and only. Oh, wow. I did not apply. You know, like some people apply to several yeah, schools. Yeah, you usually do. And, um, but and, you, you know, didn't. And I knew that it was highly, highly competitive mm-hmm. to get into Ohio State. Mm. Uh, but I was just like, you know what? I, got, I have got to put all my eggs in one basket. Okay. And so I did. I rented a car and drove up to that audition. Oh, wow. And yeah, they wanted me. Mm, that's <laughs> the, good. Plain and simple. Uh-huh. But uh, as a result, I had to, as uh, getting into the program, I had to take the uh, GRE. Okay. Yeah, um, buddy. Yeah. I had to do that. And so uh, my mom was giving me a ride to the to take the GRE exam. Mm-hmm. And she was like, so you're going up to Ohio State, and what is your major with that? And she, I said, dance. She said, well, what happened to all that engineering stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I was like... That's water under the bridge. <laughs> water under the bridge. Wow. All I had to do was take the GRE. Mm-hmm. So interestingly enough, I was doing so, I was always gigging, you know, mm-hmm. doing gigs okay, with the yeah. dance company and this over here and that. And so I never had a lot of time to study for the GRE. Mm-hmm. I looked into it, but uh, the graduate coordinator at the time said, look, all you got to do is take the GRE. You don't have to pass it. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, okay, I'll just show up and take it. So mm-hmm. and I did. I literally did that. Mm-hmm. I didn't st- I did actually glance, glance through a, little a bit. Yeah, study yeah. book. But without uh, preparing properly for it, I didn't do well as well on it mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, I because, I, you know, I hadn't really studied. Study. But mm-hmm. the thing that kind of saved the whole thing were all the math and science course. Big time, because they have a lot of that. <laughs> they have a lot of that on mm-hmm. there. And that is what most people flunk Fuck on. Right, right, right. <laughs> Right, because so, that, that was that was kind of that was tough a little bit for for me. I was like, Ooh, oh, yeah, it was, it was the real deal. I said, oh, mm-hmm. okay, I, I know this. Let me go ahead and feel this part. No, I- <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I got into Ohio State, and you know, I I decided to when I was there, I was outside of Memphis, and I was you know 
just doing something completely out. This is my first time living out of the South. Wow. Okay. Uh, I decided to just completely do what I needed to do for okay. myself and, and for what I'm trying to do. And to this day, a number of my classmates, you know, Ursula Payne. Yes, the, we know. The incomparable the, Ursula Payne. The, the one and only uh, 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 <laughs> sister diva friend. <laughs> Yeah, Professor we, Ursula yeah, Payne. Professor, we were classmates. That's how we know each oh, other. Oh, really? Yeah, we okay. Were classmates wow. At Ohio State. That's awesome. And uh, we clicked immediately. Okay, um, that's good. Right. In fact, she we clicked when I came up for. She was already there. Okay. And when I came up for my audition, and you know, we, not only we have to take class, and I had to do a, um, a an audition teaching. I had to teach okay. A class. Okay. As okay. part of my audition, and then we had to do a performance. Okay. And she immediately clicked with what I did because I did something completely different. She was, a lot of times when grad students are there in the program, you know, they help with the uh, incoming auditionees mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with the technical stuff okay. or whatever. So she was running sound for okay. uh, for the for the audition. And uh, in my piece, I didn't have sound. Mm. And she, she asked me, she said, yeah, so uh, do you have your music? I was like, oh, I don't have music. <laughs> and she was like, what? <laughs> I said, no, I'm going to talk. Because <laughs> my piece was, uh, it was a dance piece, but it was also spoken word. Ah. And that's another thing. I was and doing that was, something, look. I was doing something Spoken word back in that time. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you it wasn't, it's popular now. Yeah. Popular that was now. like cutting edge. That was cutting edge. I was oh, already. Time. And Ursula said, you know, she, and she says this to this day. She said, when I saw it, when you said that to me, she said, this brother on a different level. <laughs> <laughs> Already, we gonna be friends. Yes, yes. Oh my God, and I have to agree. You know, because when when I met you, I was like, okay, the one and only. I was saying that then, the one and only Professor Wayne Smith. Well, go on now. Yeah, I. You know, with that, mm-hmm. with, as far as that is concerned, I always felt like since I came into this thing in a different way, mm-hmm. why try to blend all this other stuff and do it the way other people have been doing mm-hmm. it? I said, I can just kind of create my own way. Hey, be creative. <laughs> be creative. And then you, like like I've always said, and research has shown, if we expose our kids to the arts and whether it's visual, music, performance, you know, it does. It's something about that part of our brain, the analytical part of the brain. It enhances that yes. so that we can do the sciences and engineering and all that. Yes. And so that was one of the reasons why they say, you know what, we better, instead of just talking STEM, STEM. Yeah. we, we better talk STEM. some STEAM up in there, yeah. some A, some <clears throat> A for arts, yes. you know. And so, yeah, because I, I have a couple of colleagues of mine. You probably know her, Dr. Rhonda. Mm-hmm. I always talk about her. Her undergrad was in art. She does sculpture and painting mm-hmm. and all that. And now yes. she's animal research, kinesiology, exercise, physiology, uh-huh. big time. Yeah. Dr. Yeah. Rhonda. So, yeah. <laughs> and she truly believes, like I believe, that, yeah, it's something about when you look at things, you have that creative stuff and it really enhances that whole tech and that science i can see that still when you you know talk about mind and body and spirit yeah, i can mind, see body that spirit. Mm-hmm. yeah for sure yeah for sure so yeah uh, so i'll bump my story along just towards where you know where mm-hmm. i ended up now how i ended up where i am now right out of grad school i, I had a series of gigs or extended gigs and you know you you already mentioned mm-hmm. uh, some of those institutions spellman and mm-hmm. emory uh, Slippery Rock, where Ursula Payne uh, is, well, well, she just stepped down. She was chair of the dance department mm-hmm. there. And at Kent, I came in and did Yeah, did that's, how, that's, that's how I met that's you. That's how we met. That's how yes, we met. Yes, yes, at Kent State, yes. Um, and so, you know, and I just, can, you know, I, even though these were more or less extended temporary gigs, mm-hmm. I just pushed through all of that, mm-hmm. you know, and just, you know, did what I needed to do did what I wanted to do mm-hmm. and try to not only advance what I'm doing, but in those departments, every one of those departments, you know, I, I tried to bring something that could push those, yeah. di- those uh, dance programs mm-hmm. forward, forward or yeah. keep them going. If they were, you know, yeah. most of those dance programs are already moving in a forward direction, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I wanted to be part of the progress. Right. Yes. <laughs> and the process. And the process. <laughs> 
One of the things I began to realize is that through all this creative work, just innately, mm-hmm. there is a, a therapeutic mm-hmm. side or or, or under underpining, I think. Yes. With the arts, uh, just having an, an opportunity to just express your innermost feelings. Yes. That alone in and of itself. But then the process of, uh, or the ritual of rehearsing and mm-hmm. doing all these things. There's a, uh, there's something very... Grounding, grounding. maybe? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm having a hard time coming up with words. It's grounding. Yeah, there's something very grounding. And even uh, kind of spiritual. Yeah, and spiritual. I was, that's what I was also going to say. Mm-hmm. Very, very grounding and spiritual about mm-hmm. that as a process. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm just trying to think back when it occurred to me. Oh, I, I, okay. I was teaching at Spelman. Okay. And I got into these different modes of movement meditation, mm-hmm. started re- doing some reading. That's okay. what I mean by getting into reading and then some practice and experimentation. I'm, I was always about experimentation. Yes. And uh, I got into this idea or this practice or just playing around with uh, what I call turning. You know how uh, the whirling dervishes, they do this meditation, uh, the Sufi, they just rotate mm-hmm. and, and for, for, you know, some for of them go on for hours. Yeah, hours. And so I began to practice that okay. to see what is that like. You and didn't get what, dizzy and all that? Well, there's a whole process mm-hmm. to figuring out how to get through the, yes. that, that dizzy part. Mm-hmm. And I've actually facilitated some workshops where I teach the, some of my college kids. Really? Do that. Oh, yeah, wow, it's, wow. It's a little scary it the first is. time they do it. Yeah. But I tell them, I said, you know, there's a whole method to it. And mm-hmm. do take all the steps that I tell you that I say, take these steps very gradually. Because if you try to skip you're going to have issues. Yes. <laughs> we done fell out somewhere. That's not well, a good actually, look. Well, actually, that happened with one kid. You know, we were turning. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and I, usually when I'm teaching this, you know, in the very first time, you know, I don't have people t- spending for very long. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is one kid. I, and these were uh, high schools. I know. I, I don't mind bringing all <laughs> kinds of kids. These are high schoolers. And we were turning. And I said, now, make sure as you're coming out of it. And I had them turning for about maybe about five minutes. I said, make sure that you slowly, slowly step down like don't just stop mm-hmm. I said slowly come out of it just keep turning because what you do is you turn and you have a, a point of focus it might be right your hand, right okay and you just focus on okay the I knew so you what, had to do some yeah, kind you of to spotting do something, some kind of spotting yeah and what happens as you're turning mm-hmm. everything else around just becomes like a blur and, and you then just you see focus, your hand. Okay. You focus on the hand. You have to stay focused on that particular point. Okay. Uh, the whole time. And you slowly slow down. Okay. And this kid, I don't know, he just got a little ahead of himself. Okay. And he just stopped, dead stopped. And then he went, he fell like a tree, just went boom. Damn, I know. He didn't get hurt, thank That's goodness. good. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it shocked him. It shocked me yes. probably more because I was like, oh, my God, I killed one of them. But I and usually now when I if I teach any workshops uh, like that I tell people I tell them that story I said yes. don't be that kid because you it. will come tumbling down yes uh, like the walls of Jericho uh, uh, <laughs> big time right <laughs> but um, but anyway just engaging in that sort of experimentation that sort of practice just led me to uh, get to come to this point where it's like you know even the the process of mm-hmm of engaging in movement can be this way of connecting to spirit, connecting yes. to groundedness, yes. mindfulness. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I, I did, a, I was doing a piece uh, when I was at uh, Spelman that involved that, that concept of mm-hmm. spinning and turning. And so there's uh, for the whole first, for the first four minutes of okay. the piece, that's okay. all, the, that's all I'm doing. Okay. So I had this red, big red fabric, and um, and I'm just turning. I have it draped around, and I'm turning. I'm moving my arms in different ways. Okay. And this music is very mesmerizing okay. by, okay. by um, uh, Zap Mama. Okay. Actually. Wow. Okay. And uh, and you know the way I coordinated this with the lighting, and the uh-huh. lighting would change as I'm turning and oh, turning wow. and turning. It's very magical. It does sound magical. <laughs> but you know, so it's one thing. And I've seen your work too. Yeah, all your work is well thought out intentional yeah that's very what, intentional that's what makes that's what makes you 
I feel a little bit above all the rest because, yeah, it's intentional and it does connect back to, even though you might be on some other something or whatever, because <laughs> you would say, oh, I'm doing this and that and the other. When I look at it, it's still connecting to mindfulness. Yeah. You, can't, yeah. you can't help yourself. It's yeah, just there. Yeah, you can't help it. It's just there. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's just into the thread mm-hmm. of the thing. Yes, it know? is. Yes, it is. Yes, <laughs> Woven it is. into the Ooh, thread. That's it. So, yeah, you know, what I realized is, though, performing that piece, because, mm-hmm. you know, when you're in rehearsal, you kind of rehearse the thing, and yes, you're on a regular schedule or whatever, but then once you come to the performance, you're having to do that piece every night of the week. Oh, wow. You know? And so I realized is that during the run, the first time I, I performed that piece, um, during the run of that particular piece, it was, I was feeling the most centered. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, because you would have to do that. Yeah, because I had to go. It was in like the, a daily like, practice. I mean, I'm doing huh? a performance for you know for entertainment, I guess. But at the same time, it was a daily practice. It was a daily practice. Ah, it's a daily practice, and it was also therapeutic for the audience. Okay. Because the feedback that I got from mm-hmm. uh, the audience members said, "Oh my God, that piece just gave me a sense of inner peace." Mm-hmm. Just watching. Yes. And just being mesmerized yes. by that image of me just turning and all that red. <laughs> oh, I, I know. It, and it was probably relaxing at one point. Also, it, it probably relieved stress. Yes, yes. I can yeah, see yeah. that. So that sort of led me to think that, that was the hey, foundation. there's a lot more to this. Yeah, than yeah. When I, when I went into it. Right, right. <laughs> Yeah, so and since then I had done even led some facilitate some workshops in what I call movement meditation. Yes. And different modes of 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 approaching uh, a a point of inner peace mm-hmm. uh, or even the others not that this is not peaceful but this um, I've heard it expressed this way or written this way ecstasis. Okay. You know where you go to this other level of of spirituality. Some you know, like in uh, some of the, the the black church, you know, they talk about being caught up and slain in the spirit. In the spirit. Yes, yes, honey. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And you know, and that that probably is also. But you know, I always say, a, was that? Are you? Is that because you were going through that that coma? That because you about to <laughs> all that sugar you done ate well, before. Well, then there's that. <laughs> all this sweet potato pie. Okay, I'm sorry. I, no, I, okay. I digress. <laughs> But yeah, but you know, and the, that's the thing because having grown up in the the black church, right, you know, right. I was that was also a part of that's it. What I grew up with, part of my my growth and mm. and everything, and so yeah, it's just it's just interesting. So since I've been, uh, I ended up making my way back to Memphis. Okay, yeah, and teaching at the uni- the, the, the the university changed its name from Memphis State to the University of Memphis. Okay, and then I got connected with a theater uh, company since my background is both in theater and, and dance. It, right right uh-huh. uh, so this is a play uh, playback Memphis it's yes. part of a network of playback uh, companies theater companies they are improv based and audience interactive mm-hmm. and uh, at their core is therapeutic work mm. with audiences okay and you know it was right up my alley I mean yes. it was one of those things that you know when the director was trying to recruit me into the company mm-hmm. uh, when I first moved back to uh, Memphis in 2008 you know it took a minute for me to really get connected with uh, Playback Memphis because I came in you know doing so many things as I always am gigging here and traveling okay, here okay, and doing okay. that yeah, right around what 2010 is mm-hmm. when I was I was invited to come to a workshop and to learn some of the playback techniques. Okay. And and from there uh, I realized that oh this is right in line with what I'm already mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm. So now with uh, Playback uh, Memphis, uh, I'm one of the shortlist okay. uh, performers with the company who also facilitate some of the workshops. One of the sp- areas of specialty around our playback work is uh, mindful movement and mm-hmm. they always call on me yes. <laughs> to, to, to do that work look I was calling on you <laughs> before and, and, and it's so interesting how when I call Wayne Professor Wayne the one and only <laughs> Professor Wayne to come up to Y-Town again we were just talking about how yeah this is during the pandemic but Pre-COVID, pre-COVID, 2019, 
for Vicky Doe Fitness, our healthy heart, healthy living, you know, we talk about total well-being. And, you know, we talk about not only physical health, mental health, but all of the dimensions of wellness. And I wanted to have something going on with mindfulness and movement because most everyone know that know me, you know, with Vicky Doe Fitness, we're dancing, we're moving. We're talking about healthy living, period, with a T, period. Period. Right. As we say downside. That's it, period. (laughs) And so I thought, I was like, oh, my God, let me call Wayne because this is right up his alley. And I wanted to show how with dance, you know, we can have because most people, when they think of dance, they just think of performance and entertainment and all that. And you and I both know that it's like you said, it's therapeutic, you know. And so having you come and do uh, mindful movement with our audience and folks, they're still talking about it today. Oh, my God. When are you going to have that Wayne come back? We just enjoy, you know, and it, it was just really it was awesome that that you did that. And, and the audience, you know, and these were these were older folks yeah, and they different. really connected. They really connected. So, yes, I, I love that you have embrace mindful movement i really do and so i love it when you come up and and teach and do all that good stuff for vicky Doe fitness <laughs> yes yes <laughs> you know i don't mind at all <laughs> yes i appreciate that let's move on yeah. you know you were talking about playback and all of that in the direction of a mindful movement we said that it gives you that peace and that grounded that connecting with the universe, um, your creator, mm-hmm. you know, whoever you whatever believe, you, yeah. yeah, whatever you believe in everything. What what other what other health benefits you think from a dancer perspective? Does it help with if we're talking about dancers, like we we're training professional mm-hmm. dancers yeah. and students yeah. and everything. Always in training. Yes. So, what do you think for with mindful movement? Do you think it's helpful in that that um, realm of, of um, teaching and dance? What do you think? Well, because of the physicality of dance, mm-hmm. um, you are engaging the body, the bones, the muscles, mm-hmm. and, and all of the other systems of the yes, body. Yes, yes. Uh, the, the respiratory system and breathing and breath and that whole thing. Those actions alone create overall uh, wellness, mm-hmm. wellness of the body. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of the mindfulness part, you, you're integrating all of that, the body, the, the, well, the wellness of the body, the wellness of the spirit, and the wellness of the mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, because all of those things, I think there's a symbol for that, isn't mm-hmm. it? It's a, a three-connected yeah, connected thing. Mm-hmm. But all of those things, when they are in balance and sync, sync yes. we are complete. Yes, we are. And so um, for me, dance is, or movement of the body. Sometimes I purposefully use the word movement instead of dance. Yes. Because sometimes when people, when they, when they hear the word dance, and sometimes I sort of jokingly in some of my workshops, I refer to it as the D word. The D word, uh, <laughs> yeah. Because it's something about it when It sets they, up an expectation. Yes, it does. Yeah, it sets up an expectation. So I said, no, we don't focus on movement of the body. Yes. We're going to move in expressive ways. Sometimes we'll move in rhythmic ways, and mm-hmm. sometimes we'll move in, in these open, uh, unknown ways. Okay. You know, so see, I, I trick them. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you tricked my class uh, the other day. <laughs> They thought they were just going to be yeah. doing something, and it ended up just beautiful. They just ended watching up finding it. themselves. Yes, they did. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the another thing. I think through dance, one can seriously find themselves, mm-hmm. who they are, mm-hmm. you know, good, bad, or ugly. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But just having an awareness mm-hmm. of, of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, dance and what I've come to understand it to be is a central part. I make it a central part of overall wellness. Yes. You know, and you can think about dance as a metaphor, because even if you're, 
your dance is, um, you know, taking your morning walk from mm. one place to the other mm-hmm. um, in a rhythmic way yes. or with a particular stride or rhythm mm-hmm. or motion or flow. That to me can be, see, that's the other thing. I have a very uh, wide definition of what dance is. Mm-hmm. So walking can be dance. Oh, big time. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And then guess what? Everybody can do that. So you gotta you don't have to worry about the what I say, the choreography. You don't have to worry about that. You just get out there and and start walking. Correct. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And in terms of teaching diverse populations, okay, Mm -hmm. you know, people that are older or uh, younger kids or people who are differently abled. Mm-hmm. Again, that goes back to my teaching ability. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I don't know. I've just had a way uh, or a knack for being able to reach uh, mm-hmm. diverse populations in that sense. Mm-hmm. One of the, the groups that I also, another group, I, I'm, I'm the king of gigs, okay? I have like <laughs> about 800 gigs going on right now. But <laughs> another group that I work with in Memphis, Company D, and that's yes. a, a very wonderful, unique dance company. Uh, with dancers who have Down syndrome. Mm. And uh, once, once again, when I moved back to Memphis, uh, Darlene Winter, who's director of that, pulled me in. She said, I want you to be a part of Company D. Just come to a performance and mm-hmm. see what we do. Okay. And uh, But, you know, we have a summer uh, workshop. We do an annual summer workshop. I want you to come and come to our summer workshop. But I, can't, I went to a performance, uh-huh. and I was just, I was literally moved, like, emotionally. Yeah. Like, I could get emotional about it just thinking about it. Okay. But Because they're so beautiful and okay. special. I'm like, oh, my God, how mm-hmm. are they doing that? Yes. And uh, Darlene invited me to be a part uh-huh. of that. Okay. And, um, yeah, and I remember uh, when the first time I set a piece on, okay. on them. Okay. And it was an emotional experience. Okay. And I remember it was, there were a couple. It was one. And one what's of so the cool dancers. is that they're eager. They're eager. You they're don't have. Eager. You don't have all that. You know. Sometimes. The, yeah, you they don't the, come in with a lot of preconceived stuff about ego. Dance, although they have been training with Company D because that company was founded in two thousand one. Okay. So that was before you know I had moved back to Memphis in two thousand eight, mm-hmm. um, and so you know some of them had been training and dancing, and they and they've been getting real training. Okay, uh, Darlene Winter's background is jazz primarily. Okay, she had a, a connection with uh, one of the leaders and icons of jazz, uh, Luigi. Okay, in New York, mm, and they okay. would she would with the company with Company D would go up to New York take uh, classes with Luigi. Okay. Um, you know, like during the his summer program, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And so the, that was sort of their foundation. But Darlene was really interested in having those kids exposed to different genres. Yes. So the modern, which I brought. Okay. And, uh, and even as challenged as some of them are with uh, some of the speech challenges. Yes. Uh, she would have theater folks working with them doing theater. Okay. Like speaking and learning, yes. learning scripts and things like oh, that. Oh, wow. So and so these kids who were originally, uh, and I think that's part of the emotion for me, these kids who were uh, originally diagnosed with, they, they won't be able they won't to be do able anything. Accomplish anything. They won't be able to accomplish life, yeah. anything. They'll just be on the couch or whatever. Yes. Uh, these kids are super high functioning mm-hmm. and just beautiful. And when they when they come through with with uh, learning a piece, and I challenged them. I, okay. You know, my first time working with them, I gave them very simple things, mm-hmm. and then I began to say, "Hmm, how far can I go with this?" Yes. And uh, began to give them more complex uh, things, you know, rooted in my training. Right. And I remember this uh, rehearsal, Catherine. We were doing this thing across the floor, and a couple of other kids, they were struggling with it. Okay. And, uh, and I wanted them to do uh, their across the floor as a solo. Okay. When it came time for Catherine, she was like, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I said, it's okay, Catherine. Just sit for a minute, mm-hmm. and I'll work with the others. Okay. And, uh, you know, we'll do our thing. And I did. She just needed a moment. And then Catherine uh, stood up. She said, I'm ready. And I'm like, uh, okay. Hey, okay. <laughs> And she did the the cross the floor combination perfectly, and I busted out into tears. Did you? <laughs> and what did she was like? Uh. <laughs> she just kind of grinned, and I said, "Catherine, you made me cry in rehearsal. I don't know how I feel about that, but you're beautiful." <laughs> 
that's awesome. That is so awesome. Wow. But through, through working with them, I, I really got a lot stronger in, in teaching because I have to articulate and teach mm. them in a specific kind of way so that they get that, it. And when they understand and it. It, yeah. it has helped me to even uh, be a stronger teacher for my college kids. That's it. Yeah. It teaches you. When you have challenges in, and, and you go with a different background, different populations, different however, and teach, it gives you those skills. It gives yes. you extra skills yeah, gives you extra that skills. you can take to the, the, the regular setting that you're in, maybe the college setting or whatever. College setting or working with older adults, the, uh, senior, seniors, right. um, young kids, mm -hmm. you know, diver, again, diverse, diverse populations. Yeah, and it, it, it enhances your skill because guess what? Everybody... And we know that there's different ways of learning. Some people visual. Yes, yes. some people some visual, people, some people auditory. Yes. You know. And with with each of those population, you got to enhance one of those things. You know, if they if their challenge would be hearing or their challenge would be really seeing or whatever, yes. however, then, hey, you got to focus on that other way of yes. making sure that they learn. Mm -hmm. And guess what? We have found out. That everybody can learn. Yeah, everyone somebody can learn, can learn something. Every, everyone can learn something, you know, in their own way. Yes, they can. Yeah, I, mm -hmm. I'll just men mention one more story okay. uh -huh. uh, about one of the company deers. Dancer with uh, company D, his name is Ben. At one point, he was a lot more high functioning, and uh. something happened. Uh, mm -hmm. Some kind of autoimmune episode happened and so basically his body was stricken so it was almost like he'd had, he didn't have a stroke but it was something like that mm -hmm. uh, and so after that episode he had very limited mobility mm -hmm. but you can see in his eyes when he's in class uh, that he knows exactly what to do and even as he's attempting to move his body through my class he takes he he lasts through my whole class okay. when I teach you know yes, summer program yes and I can see him understanding how it's supposed to go, but his body is oh, almost like okay. it fights against him. Yeah, it's, it's but, limited. Okay. But his mom says that because of his involvement with Company D, he is so much better functioning mm. at home. Yeah, so he, he can do his activity of daily living yes. much better, huh? Much better because he's being challenged by okay. this okay. this physical exertion in this yes. complex way yes. in these classes that he's doing with Company D, mm -hmm. you know? So that's a great testimony yes. to the company and how it is 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 doing what you guys probably have, you know, they've sat down and said, you know, we want to make a difference in these folks life mm -hmm. and you've done it especially so that they can function yes even better yeah even and be better. able to to deal with because it's challenging yes you know to have down syndrome but but yeah you you guys are showing right there you you um are showing that by participating in challenging movements analytical too because they gotta think yeah gotta think to move and all that it does it ties over to enhancing their everyday living and that's just yeah. really that's powerful yeah that and that cycle to me that cycles back into the whole idea of mindfulness and wellness mm -hmm. in dance because people that i have contact with and come through my classes mm -hmm. beyond my class beyond learning the steps or whatever it is they're learning i like to think that what i'm doing is enhancing their everyday life yes yeah and that's it that's it <laughs> That's what they say. And drop the mic. And drop the, the mic. mic. <laughs> <laughs> but guess what? It's you, you're even blessed. You know, every you know, you know how I always be talking about, oh, they call me back to can. Oh God. Oh go. Kent State. I can't get rid of them. You know, but when I think about it, especially when I ca get called back, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm, I get called back to do, you know, uh, my field, exercise science, programming, mm -hmm. anatomy, whatever. That's the main reason why I might come back or what have you. But I always say yes when it's time to come back and do, you know, teach dance, you know, because, yeah, most especially what I teach too, you know, West African dance and the culture and everything. It makes a difference. And even though we might not see it, it does make a difference in whoever we teach. You know, we're spreading 
that culture, that uniqueness, I always say yeah. that uniqueness, uniqueness, right? We're touching folks' life, and that's, that's actually a privilege that we can do that. Yes. That's a privilege. It's a privilege, for sure. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I always call in <laughs> the one and only Professor Wayne Smith. Because, yes, I appreciate what you've done, but I also appreciate that you keep an open mind. You, you, every time I sit and talk with you and say, listen, you know, I want you to come and I want you to do, especially when you came for my, you know, my um, healthy yeah. wellness healthy event. Wellness. Yeah. yeah. And I said, yeah, I want you to bring in that mindfulness movement and everything because I want folks to see you know, what that really means. And, and they really enjoy that. And so yeah. I appreciate that um, you come. You always help me out in all the different projects and things that I do. Bringing in that, that mindfulness, that creativity, that science, because we all about science up in here. Yes. Up in here, up in here. I believe in it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I tell my students I believe in science and magic. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you say that the, 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 yes. during class. Yes. <laughs> That's it. And so I appreciate you. I want for folks, we're gonna wrap this up here. I want for you, what what things, you know, you would tell folks, just regular folks out there, I always tell folks, look, you can get your music, you can your favorite music, you can turn it on, you can dance in front of the mirror, you can, you know, go to the line dance. I love it when, when folks have those line dancing, they yes. be going, oh my God. Yes. But these are the things, even walking, see, we've already established today talking that walking can be your, your rhythm and your dance, you know. Exactly. And so what would you encourage people to do? Just regular folks that think that they can't dance and get that mindfulness. What would you, <laughs> what would you um, admonish them, you know? Well, first of all, because, uh, you know, and I, and I know they do it purposefully because I do it well. And also, I kind of prefer to teach more of the beginners in our department. And most, a lot of the departments that I've taught in at all these different institutions. Mm -hmm. I tell them, I share African proverb with them, you know, that goes, um, I'm paraphrasing a little bit. Mm -hmm. But if you can walk, mm -hmm. you can dance. All right. If you can talk, mm -hmm. you can sing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, and there's some more that goes with that. We can talk. I never thought of it that you way. You can sing in your own way. Ain't that something? <laughs> <laughs> and just like I tell people, you can move and you can you mm -hmm. can dance in your own way. Mm -hmm. So that that said, don't ever what I could tell people to try to uh, encourage them and something that to, that I like to try to instill in folks that, that something I can leave with mm -hmm. is to just not. Be afraid. Okay. And dig into their curiosity with themselves in uh, expressing themselves on a movement level. Okay. Uh, as they put on maybe some of their favorite music, mm -hmm. don't make the dance happen. Mm -hmm. Let the dance happen. Okay, wow. That's powerful. I'm getting a little deep. Yeah, you're getting deep there. <laughs> mm, that's it. Yeah, don't make it happen. Um, yeah. Um, let it happen. Let it happen. Let it let it come up. It'll to quote a little bit of uh, Nina Simone. Mm -hmm. uh, there's I can't remember what the name of the song is where she, it's a, a live session and mm -hmm. she interrupts uh, towards the beginning of it when they start mm -hmm. and she said, hold up, hold up, hold up, stop, stop, stop. Mm -hmm. And she said, uh, you guys are pushing it. You're forcing it. She said, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Just. Just let it happen. It'll come up by itself. She mm -hmm. said, don't put nothing in it unless you feel it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yes, Nina. Yes, and I like that. That, <laughs> that reminds me of my favorite song that I used to like to um, dance to. It goes, don't push it, don't force uh, it, let it happen naturally. Yes. It will surely happen if it was meant to be. Remember that? And you said you can't sing. Oh. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I remember that, and I just wanted to point something out. So. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Professor Wayne Smith, uh -huh, yes. the one and only. Yes. That's it. Yes, Dr. Vicky. Mm, all right. Vicky Del. <laughs> Vicky Del Fitness. Vicky Del Fitness. All right. <laughs>
I appreciate you coming and taking this time. I know you're here up here um, with us from Memphis, visiting us here, visiting my class at Kent State University. And yeah, but I, I wanted you, you know, I was going to drag you into the studio here to, to just sit and talk because we can we can talk for hours oh can't my we goodness, exactly I yes think, didn't we intend for this to be a short one well yeah but this is gonna this is great this is gonna be this is a whole show shoot <laughs> it's a bonus, bonus this is a bonus, bonus bonus show this is a bonus bonus show yeah. yes and so i want you i know you have your 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 email your website and all of that you know, folks might hear you and want to get in touch with you. So how, how would people get in touch with you? For the most part, I tell people to find me, look me up on Facebook. On Facebook. That's okay. uh, an easy point of contact. Okay. It's Wayne M. Because there are a lot of Wayne Smiths. So okay. that's why I usually in programs and, you know, printed programs and things like that. Uh, I list. I, I have myself listed as Wayne M. M's. Smith. Okay. So the Wayne M. M. Smith. Yes, the M is for Marshall, named after my grandfather, the okay. Reverend John Marshall Alexander. Okay, there you go so, now. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> Wayne M. Smith. Okay. Uh, on Facebook, and you can also find me on Instagram. Okay. And that you can either search Wayne M. Smith, or uh, my Instagram uh, handle is at. You know, the at symbol. Okay. Uh, W.M. Smitty, number one. Not number, just the numeral one. Okay. So W.M. Smitty, one. Okay. So W.M. Smitty, one. Yes. And that's that's at, and that's on your Instagram. That's Instagram. And then Facebook, it will be Wayne M. Smith. Yes. Okay. Thank you, everyone. This is an awesome show. And thank you once again, the one and only, Professor Wayne Smith. Thank you. All right. <laughs>